There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today, we are talking about gift giving, aka presents, something everybody loves, or do they? We're going to talk about how gifts actually affect your brain, as well as love languages, and even look at the evidence for whether experiences are actually better than gifts. I said better, but here we are. <laughs> you know what? Let's try it out. Better from now better. on. Better. Um, it's I'm my birthday podcast. Better. I yes. feel better. Um this will be my second quarantine birthday, no. so congrats to me for making this milestone. I know there are a few others who have probably also experienced this birthday at the very beginning of when lockdown happened. <laughs> it so. feels less ominous now because we know a little bit more about the pandemic, but pretty sad that we're still in it. Yeah, and I feel that my first birthday, I kind of was like, you know what? It's kind of nice to not have the pressure to have to have a birthday. Like last yeah. year, I kind of felt nice that I... Didn't have to coordinate a party. What is wrong with me today? A Bethlehem party. party. I'm <laughs> adopting an accent. I'm watching South African Survivor. Can you tell? Um, <laughs> so I have a new accent. Uh, uh, yeah, I just was kind of like happy. But this year, I feel actually sad. I wish that I uh, could have a party and see my friends and hug my friends and like just hang out with them. Oh period. my god! So, I'm sorry. Uh, obviously, I don't want to in the midst of the pandemic. It's just like if it was over, I would so be craving like a nice party with 2023. Two, not three, not Better three. Better be 20. Yeah, you'll probably not have another pandemic birthday. I mean, it might you still be. You keep saying that, but September, huh? I don't know. I think by September, we'll at least feel comfortable having like people in our backyard. Maybe not like as big of a party as you wish. Well, if it ain't a big party, I don't want it. Drama queen. Um, yeah, so this, this, my birthday is obviously not right now. And we're also recording at a really weird time. We've never recorded a podcast at this time. I know, it's it's so Monday evening. Yeah, usually it's a Friday night when we've got that pep in our steps. Yeah, even we've a got a drink. Cider. <laughs> so now it's like, I'm tired from the day. But you have big brother Monday. to watch after this, so you're, exi- you're excited. I've got energy. Uh, but, but this is your birthday podcast. Yeah, my birthday will be on the Saturday after this. So okay. like, feel free to wish me. A happy birthday because I figured we put it before my birthday because after it's like we can't celebrate someone's yeah. birthday after the fact. So this is actually just a really great way for you to get love on your birthday. Well, yeah, I'm just like prepping everyone. Make sure they remember March 27th, especially since I can't see anyone. It'd be great to have a little shout out. Wow. Birthday. I see where this came from. Smart. You're like, you're like Craig, maybe we should talking about gift. Yeah. Giving. And I'm like, okay, so that's the podcast for today. But <laughs> I am later. obsessed with the science of gift giving. Always. Yeah, it is fascinating. All right. Well, why don't we get into what did we learn this week? Sure. And so we can get there faster. Oh, what did we learn this week? So I learned about 
It actually triggered me because <laughs> you <laughs> recently made that video about bananas. Okay. And the and the fact that banana medicine y- tastes like a banana we no longer eat called the gross morn banana. Did you know it was called gross morn? Is it gross morn? No. The Gros Michel. Gros is, Michel. Is, <laughs> gross yeah. morn is a national park. Yeah, that it's yeah, like in, in Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> okay, wow. I was like, did I say it wrong? And also <laughs> it's G-R-O-S and I love it. You were like, the Gros Michel. You don't pronounce yeah, yeah. the S. Well, I don't know. Okay, shout out to Parks Canada. Gross morn yeah, provincial park is, is beautiful. It honestly is. We've been... I was going to say that I went to a really cool part of the neurons of my brain to pull that one out. <laughs> the Gros Michel, sorry, yes. is the type of banana that we used to all enjoy. People argue it, it was a lot more flavorful and it was the, ta- the taste of banana medicine. Yeah. And to be clear, it, it still does exist. It just like there was a fungal disease that made it wiped it out. Okay, so, so here we go. This okay, is what I learned. Okay, so cool. The, the banana that we all now consume is called the Cavendish banana. Correct. So 90% of global shipments of bananas are the Cavendish. Bing. Mm. So I'm reading a new book about mushrooms, fungi. Mm-hmm. And you know what was the issue with the last one? A fungal growth. Yes. And now there's a new strain of it called TR4, the tropical race four strain of the same Panama disease, of the same fungal disease. That was affecting the Gros Michel? Yeah. Is now wiping out the Cavendish banana. Mm. And they think in two decades, there will no longer be bananas that we can consume oh unless they can figure out how How to to stop stop it and their their theory right now is that there's a south african varietal of banana that is not affected by the fungi that if they can hello hashtag crispr crispr cast nine get the big fan (laughs) but they can figure out ways (laughs) to genetically modify the current cavendish with some aspects of that banana they can hopefully keep bananas literally on this earth and for us to eat well it's yeah. yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it's like not like they won't be on this earth. It's just they wouldn't be able to be mass produced in this way. That yeah, far, which is like maybe a good thing. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. It's like we don't like dole on this podcast. <laughs> but um, the interesting <laughs> thing about this about the about the book is it's just like fungi are so interesting and so complex. And the more that I learn about fungi mushrooms whatever the more i'm like i get why people are panicking because once you these fungal diseases get out of control we don't get to go to our usual like antibiotics or like right. or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like pesticides it's like it's like so it's easy to not be so like, easy yeah. uh-huh. so I, I haven't i'm just at the beginning of the book but i the way that they're describing it they're just like the more you learn about fungi the more everything sort of falls away about everything you think is true about the world oh my god really yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah i'm excited yeah, to read that yeah, book like anyways I, so say goodbye to bananas everyone enjoy them while you can oh, what'd you learn truly though just as a side note uh, <gasps> podcast. Uh, i feel like we haven't done that in a long time uh fungi 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 Okay, so th- you all know, are acceptable. So they far all as are. I've been told, yeah. Good, because when I read, every time I get to the F U N G I, my brain panics. I'm like, fungi? <laughs> it pretends, yeah. Like, it's just like, fungi. I say, I forced myself to fungi because I thought it was right. And like, fungi just sounds like the pun. Like, that joke. He's a fun fungi. guy. Um, and but at some point, some bully was like, and Greg, you know what? It's not fun guy anyways when I made that joke <laughs> to my friends in grade six. No, I'm pretty sure that part of it is just different, like parts of the world pronouncing it differently. And I think I think all are accepted. Also, it's like one like 
Okay, no, we're gonna. You're just. <laughs> what did we learn this week? For the next month, we're gonna be from this book. So we're gonna okay, get more. Lots into, about yeah, mushrooms yeah, yeah, on the way. Yeah, we'll talk okay. about spores later. You're not gonna believe my. What did you learn this week? Celine Dion texted me. What? Imagine <laughs> this week I learned. I learned Celine Dion's hold number. My phone. <laughs> oh, I would be so happy. Although every time, like as another side note, every time on my TikTok when I get Rosie O'Donnell things, <gasps> I'm like, this is meant for you, and I feel bad. But you okay? Comment on them and then say <laughs> subscribe to ASAP Science. I really think Rose O'Donnell would like ASAP Science. Well, and it's not always her page. It's often other people posting, and then all the comments are so positive. It's like, she I was the best host ever. Rose O'Donnell. And know what? Rose O'Donnell is so progressive. We're doing an episode on Rose O'Donnell. First of all. <laughs> so progressive. I think we already did. <laughs> no, Jimmy. No, I'm like, a, so progressive, so forward thinking that, of course, Gen Z likes it's her. It's like, realized that she, like, was, she like, was like, she was like on their level already. Yes, that's true. Anyway, I, I should let you know that sometimes they're innocuous enough that I'm like, I'm not going to save this because save it. Okay, fine. Everything I just like realized that our algorithm is shared and I'm like, this was definitely for Greg. <laughs> Honestly, and and if anyone here has like an in with Rosie O'Donnell, please send them ASAP <laughs> Science. I just think she'd like it. She would like it. She would. I'm gonna cry. Um, okay, there is something called, and I'm probably not gonna pronounce this properly. Fungi. The okay. Mariko Aoki phenomenon. Okay. okay. Have you heard of it? <laughs> no, I know Steve okay. Aoki, who did a song with Celine Dion. So, when you have this condition, quote unquote, because we'll get to that in a minute. When you enter a bookstore, you immediately have to poo. Okay. <laughs> this has Wait, been... <laughs> shut the front Do you ever door. feel that? <laughs> I'm going, wait, wait, let me just picture myself entering an indigo. And, yeah, like a proper bookstore. Actually, I'm not even going to put an indigo in that. No, no, no. Indigo is like a Walmart yeah, bookstore. Think about I'm gonna like, picture like a, a local. Like a local. Cute it smells little. like, you know, a little like mothballs. <laughs> we're, we're always going local. Well, might I say Book City or a different <laughs> book list is where I buy my books. So I don't even know why I said indigo. Can we edit that out, producer? Thanks. Um, I'm going in. I mean, there's a woody, there's a paper quality to the air that might make me think I want to bake a loaf, which is what I call <laughs> taking a shit. But I can't say I have this this disorder. Me either. And I'm very <laughs> curious to now when we can go back to bookstores see. I've never thought of it. It's never occurred to me. Okay, but, of course so, you've never okay, thought of it. This is so insane. So the first woman who expressed no. this was from Tokyo and she wrote into a magazine and and it's never been officially diagnosed like a disorder or anything like that. Yeah, I, but <laughs> many, many people have since been like, I have that same problem. Like when I go into bookstore, I almost always have to poop. And so there's a handful of theories. You're a lot. I'm not. not I, so, so I will say like, I have not like deeply researched this enough to know that it, it is like, there is no research on this because it's not like a disorder or anything. So like, but don't you think that like arbitrarily there's just like, if you go into a store at some point in your life, you're going to have to like, it's just yes. Bookstores, just and they said not libraries, bookstores. There has to be a there has to be a capitalist like like undertone to this. <laughs> That's like, so true. Yeah, it can't be it can't be given. Because to me, to. I'm like maybe someone's panicked by books because it just makes them be like, oh my god, I'm intellectually <laughs> inferior or something, and I'm not even going to read a book. But then they're like, no, actually, it's the capitalist undertone of not a library. Um, possibly. So okay, here this are the, the main theories. The first was that there's something in the ink chemicals that stimulates this urge. Okay, we're going. We're really, we're really However, studying this. A Japanese TV show actually tested making people smell ink to see if it would like trigger because I think it's like a commonly known thing in Japan. Like, not that so many people experience it, but it's become oh this kind God. of thing. Um, 
the other ideas are that it's just like a relaxing environment so like your body is more likely to relax yeah the sphincter um the weirdest one there was a drawing for this was like the position of your body when you go to pick up books is like you're bending over and it like they were like maybe it's lining up your intestines and the last one was like (laughs) a possible pavlovian response so but then it's like someone if you poo and read books at home at the same time. Or like, you know, some people have like coffee books or like toilet books. Then they were like, maybe there's a world in which like a person who had oh that. Oh my God. But they're like, obviously it seems like too widespread of a phenomenon for that. So the bigger theory is like, <laughs> people just heard this woman say it. And a lot of people now, it's like frequency bias. Like they notice it yeah, when I'm it gonna happens say, and not when it doesn't. The next time I go to my local bookstore, I'm definitely going to have to shit. Yeah. Like I just, after hearing <laughs> this, I just know that's going to happen for me. All those theories are, adorable and never been tested by the way yeah it's like this isn't real science i love that i was like i have to talk about this i want to get my masters in this (laughs) you know what i mean like i love that someone (laughs) tested ink yeah i know um, anyway, that I just thought that was a fun little no. That's a great fun one little science. Um, okay, well, why don't we Let's take do it. a little break and then we'll be back with the science of gifts. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. <sighs> Gift giving. Presents under the tree. Wrapped envelopes. Candles. Chairs, <laughs> balloons, cake, I, Airbnb experiences. I <laughs> like birthdays. Do you like your own? No, you don't. Wait, no, I do. I take that back. Like, Sometimes I, I don't know if you do or don't. I like my birthday, <laughs> but like all events, right. they come with pressure. too much pressure and stress that I'm like, I, th- I think I like a random Saturday. I just had birding more than my birthday. Fair. There's two. Yeah, but, it's like New Year's Eve where you're like, there is just a lot going on, a lot of stakes to be like, have a great night and everyone be happy and celebrate. I feel like a birthday can be like that as well. But it gives like, you like a good excuse to like take a day off of work or something that you wouldn't necessarily do because you feel like you're not owed that. Although we're all owed that. We are. Anyways. And you know what's <laughs> annoying? I lost my, not only did I have two quarantine birthdays, it was a Friday and a Saturday. Like I've lost oh, my Friday, Saturday quarantine birthdays. Ouch. Although maybe that's actually not that big a deal because when my regular birthdays come back, eventually it'll be like a weekday I get to take off. And you're going to throw the party anyways on the Friday. Then you kind of get the, the birthday exactly. that keeps on giving. Kind of like you're going to, exactly. So maybe no, but a so real bad. birthday on a Friday is like Saturday is fun. And you just only have seven more years until you get that back. Six actually until <sighs> the Friday. But anyways. Um, yeah. I digress. <laughs> so talking about gifts more specifically, do you like gifts? Do you like getting gifts? Do you like I feel like you're burying gifts? the lead and you can just tell everyone about my problems. What is your problem? You can talk about it, Greg. I you're often, interviewing me. Who I are you, Diane Sawyer? About my anxieties and neurosis on this podcast. Okay, you brought you got me. Turn. I okay. think it's your turn. I have a problem with gift giving. <laughs> You got me. Spit it it out. What is it? What's the problem? Okay, you know what? I'm literally shaking. (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna barf. So let's start there. If I'm if I'm going to become one with what my body's feeling, it's nausea. About, okay. about talking about it or about giving it about gift? everything and about the fact that I'm like yeah, I can see you smiling I'm like I now now you're like Greg why don't we do something about gift giving for my birthday <laughs> wink watch him struggle okay what is it what is my issue okay so I <laughs> I you know I'm an exuberant person I you know I'm a confident person I'm loud I'm these things but 
I weirdly don't like when the attention is on me. I crumble when the attention is on me, and it's a really weird dichotomy in my life because I draw attention to myself. And yes, like you very much as a human, people want to watch you. Like, you're but it's fun, so you're... weird. It's like, it's like there's this way of being watched. It's like, it's like, it's like. Well, a, it's probably like why at a party, like at a party setting, like I can kill it. But there's drinks involved. There's drugs involved. Right, And that can help me. You know, that can help me loosen up. Get deal past with the, the eyes on me. But it's like these real deep eyes of a gift. When someone gives you a gift, it's usually kind of vulnerable and beautiful. And I just have this thing where I get like really anxious. And it's like, you know, like, you know, they're giving the gift and the look, them looking you in the eye. I'm like, and I panic <laughs> and I want to get, I would, I like would way rather open the gift later alone and I can take it so much in more. Like when they're there looking at you, I'm like, they're like performative, like, oh my God. God. I love it. I'm, I'm honestly so out of my body. I'm like I'm like a spirit beside myself watching me open a gift every time, it, and it and it gives me so much anxiety. And it's like it's just like to the point where friends sometimes will give me gifts now because I'm so open about it and be like, you can open this on your own. Right, like, like, like people like no because I've talked so much about this, but I'm working on it. I'm working on you know. You know, all eyes on me, baby. Learn how to cope with it. Well, I would say I think a lot of people can relate. Like, even though I don't have it to the same degree, I know what you mean. There are times when I don't love the idea of, okay, this is what I dislike. When a group of people watch you open a gift. So I, I don't mind if someone gives me a gift and I'm opening it in front of them. That doesn't actually bother me very much. But I highly dislike when I get have a birthday for example and, and suddenly looking. and suddenly i have to open one two three four gifts in that's hell. front of everyone that's also the look that's the type of looking like it's like i'm like perform it's like i was like <laughs> it i didn't, is a performance I didn't want to do like if i'm gonna do like i literally do stand up and it's like there's at least <laughs> lights in my eyes and i can't see anyone and i can just like, at least pretend. for you like you're so what i would say for me in that moment is like even my genuine, when I'm like the most surprised, elated, shocked, my reaction is still often like, oh, wow. Right? Like you would know this. I'd be like, sometimes you are like, do you not like it? And I'm like, no, I really like it. Like not even a gift. Right? <laughs> Isn't that true? Oh, yes. You are very like, like I Monday. don't like show. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, no, no, wait. Is that the wrong word? Sorry. I take like, it back. Kind edit of, it out. Kind of hurt Producer, me. edit out. <laughs> no, no, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Mundane is not what I mean. What I is the word? I am like kind of. <laughs> What is the word? It's like neutral or I'm not overly exuberant. Even when I feel it, even when I'm really excited, I I don't explode with. But you do uh, sometimes you go and you spin in my in a very <laughs> safe environment. I might. And it's it's about it's like it'll be like this rush over you. And it's, it's rare. Like yeah. And it's always it's and it's just like and then but it comes when out we're and like then, booking and then it, a fun trip or something like yeah. i don't go like i'm so excited i mean i might but it, oftentimes i'm like wow okay I'm really i know we actually have problems with this in our relationship because <laughs> i will like i love things so deeply like i get so obsessed with things and i'll like be like clawing at you to get obsessed with it like i'll be like oh my god I love it. and i'll be like don't you love it and you'll be like yeah it's good and i'll be like don't you love it like i get <laughs> so like, yeah, you're like why don't you love it yeah, I, know, I know i know and then i'm like okay it's okay i can love it a lot and like it's just like you yeah you it's 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 what did you call it well i had just said neutral in that sense <laughs> or like not overly exuberant and I, I, there is probably you're a prudent word. i am prudent that is that. but i don't know if that's directly related i just like 
Yeah, I think I think it's probably actually from a dark place if we want to go there. Like, probably I'm afraid to ex- be vulnerable in that sense. Well, when you're a gay, you know... Okay, we're getting... putting this back on you. You're the one who doesn't okay. like to be vulnerable with gifts. <laughs> but when you're a gay, getting overly excited is sometimes the times where people clock you and go, True. Gay? Mm-hmm. When you're younger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the saddest that's part about being gay is that people yucked our yum for so oh, long. Oh, gosh, I should practice just, like, being more excited. Okay, I I, <laughs> I I love that. I love that's the idea my of work. practicing to be more excited. <laughs> Yippee! I honestly think about that a lot. You I'm should. Like, I it's exhausting to me though. To be honest, like sometimes I'm like I should be more excitable around my friends, and then yeah. I'm like, but then I'm exhausted. It's like work. Okay, then don't. Then don't. Do um, it. <laughs> then, but like you said, drinks, whatever. But so yeah. I'm gonna just. I have kind of two studies today, or one's just like kind of anecdote, and then we can talk a little bit more. Yeah. I wanted to talk about yeah. love languages because this is what it reminded me of. So yeah. you know how people. So there, there is like this theory that was created by those guy about everyone in a relationship having a different love language. You could have the same as your partner, but there's kind of I think five main ones. I'll read them. Gift giving is not mine, hun. Right. So. It's words of affirmation, love, quality time, love, receiving gifts, nope. acts of service, hmm. and physical touch. Eek. So <laughs> this, I believe he was a couples counselor, like a Christian marriage counselor. Who of course he was right. Christian. So I, I want to use these and talk about them, but what Why? I realized it's is a that, science podcast. Yeah, so Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss but as looking into this it's like none of it has ever been legitimized by any research okay but here i am going ping pong this is a game of ping pong but i'm like but i like it so okay so the discussion around it i don't the the person who invented it his name is gary chapman I believe there's also some like homophobic stuff that's happened with him. He's like, you can give gifts and have a love language, but not not if if you're gay. gay. (laughs) So like that aside, I don't believe I we just did a lot of asides on that one. The homophobia. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to say that he did not. I don't think he was trying to say this is empirical, whatever. I think he just found it a useful tool, a tool in therapy sessions to get couples to be able to talk about where they stand on this scale. So this is you myth busting it. Yeah, I'm myth busting it. Like there is, there is and has not been any proper research on it. Ooh, okay. I kind of want to talk about mine because I feel like it proves that gift giving is a love language no matter what, even if you don't consider it your love language like me. It proves what? That like gift giving is kind of always a love language and like good for us in a sense because 
It is a pro-social behavior, which I actually like looked up because like, I feel like in science, they always say this is a pro-social behavior, mm-hmm. which is a, a behavior that benefits other people or society as a whole. Okay. Like I didn't, yeah. I like feel like I people have said it before and I've just been like. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like an, an evolutionary trait that benefits others. Yeah. yeah. And like society as a whole, I thought was like kind of altruistic. Yeah. And such as helping, sharing, donating, cooperating, volunteering. And in this case, they say gift giving. So based on a lot of past studies, I think studying gift giving is like very common. Like, you know, the introduction of studies, how they have like so many references as to why they're doing it. There were so many about like, well, this study found that it was good for this reason. And this study found that it was good for this reason. And like they essentially were deciding that they're going to hook up fMRIs and have people give each other gifts while doing an actual task on a computer Wait, what? They're in yeah. an MFRI, fMRI yeah. machine. Also. Not an F- Okay, it's a different type of fMRI. Like, like it's not like lying down. So okay. what it is is that, yeah, they're, they're, they have, you know, like the... Right, it's yeah. probably measuring their blood flow with one of those head things. Exactly. It is blood flow. Okay. Oxygenated blood flow is what they're studying. And they, they take two friends, okay. people who have consider themselves to be friends to begin with. So it's not strangers, which mm-hmm. they think is important. And I was like, I think that's a really good thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Dyads, they call them, like a du- a double of friends. And they put them behind a screen so they can't see each other. And they do a computer task. And then they stop for one moment and a gift is given from one friend to the other. And then they continue doing the task. Okay. And, and the task is unrelated. The task is unrelated. It's okay. like intellectual challenging things. And they would do it different groups. Some groups, they would give the gift, start doing the task. And some people will be interrupted in the middle of the task for the gift and continue. So they're trying to like test factors, like what's going on in their brain, but also like, does it affect the task? Right. Okay. Okay. So that what they found was that it did really help with the task, especially when it was done beforehand. As in the task being something they had to complete and the gift made them perform better. better. And a lot of the task had to do with um, actually like working together. There were like memorization things. And the idea that they found was that giving gifts, what it does is it well also when they looked at the fMRIs, there was oxygenated blood increase in parts that have to do with working with others. Like this concept of like, like ego dissolution, like you and other people kind of things, parts of the brain is what they found is like was activated during gift giving. It makes you feel genuinely like connected to another person. And that is related to the task. Yeah. So they found that the task, when it was interrupted in the middle, there was not much increase, but they were, they were, you know, they were grasping at straws a bit, but they did find that the task was completed better when a gift was given beforehand. So you should give me gifts all the time. I know. I was kind of like during work. I was kind of like, you know, like when you're showing up at a meeting and people are like, why brought donuts or whatever, like there's just like, it's just like, Oh, like that gift, like that person is like on my side and maybe it helps your brain relax. Like it was kind of confusing the way they just, Discuss the oxygenated blood like I wanted to know like what part of the brain and what did that do but like they it was really sort of like obscure in many ways but that what the, what they were just trying to say was it was some parts of the brain that had to really do with like cooperative thinking and working with well, that's cool that's yeah. nice so just knowing that gifts can be a positive force in your work environment especially exactly that's and like that way and that kind of gift too is probably less pressure like a, a spontaneous gift it's just a nice thing. Like if you were given a spontaneous gift, would you still have your 
meltdown. So I don't have a meltdown. <laughs> it's like I do feel good. Like I, I related to this. Like teamwork. Like it makes me feel like my interpersonal relationships are good when there's gifts being given. I love receiving gifts. I just like it's just it's just not supernatural for me. And it's not like to go back to maybe we myth busted my love language. It's like I love time with people i want to role play right now okay i'm gonna this is a Ew. gift i bought and it's not me i'm not your partner i'm just like someone at your okay, work okay. and i i want to see how you react when, okay when wait you, so you're as wait where what are setting am okay, i in you're working as a teacher right now okay. at school and i'm another teacher and uh it is not your birthday or anything oh wow but, yeah i'm just like bold oh my god greg i actually <laughs> i saw this i wanted to give you this i just saw i i, I know it's kind of weird but i wanted to give you this gift here, take it. Oh my um, god! Because I don't know, it made me think of you, and I just wanted to give it to you. That is so sweet. Open it. Oh yeah, I have to open it. Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! You thought of me on your spare time. Flirting. Okay. Okay. He's, he's opening it. Oh my god! It's a little ceramic toad. I love, love toads, toads right? Yeah. I oh, that is so sweet. Where did you get it? Um, I actually just found it at a little cute antique store. Oh my god, that is so adorable. Yeah, doesn't seem like I'm panicking, does it? No, uh, I'm you're, a good you're, actor. You're, yeah, you're performing. Can't give it Thank back. you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also gonna bomb it. You, yeah. So then I think maybe that was nice. Yeah, and I, I liked think, that. And, <laughs> and uh, having role played, I think people don't realize that you have that emotion. I think maybe it's what? like mostly internal for you. Me or all people? What? For you. Sorry, okay. let me uh, re-explain that. I think like you talk about how getting gifts can be so stressful and, and panicky. Oh, yeah. But I yeah. do think you're pretty good at performing yeah. the, oh, the gratitude oh. and the thanks and that maybe most of it is oh. internal. Yeah, I mean, and I think the friends who now know this are because I've had this conversation with right. them outside there and they have been like, oh, really? I do think I do maybe love there gifts. is times when you'll say like, oh, thank you. And you you do try to minimize. Like you might be like, put it somewhere else yeah yeah but you're always like thank you but i think there are times that maybe your friends would be like oh you could open it now and i like giving gifts too it's the same thing with giving gifts i really like giving gifts but it's like i will actually give them the gift and then go hide right for their yeah. open you know yeah. that's the thing. i remember i painted a painting of my nephew and our dog for my sister yeah and i like gave it to her and ran like ran away in my mouth. Like, <laughs> wait, I remember wait, running wait, away wait, wait. and then being like being like the paint's wet it's not good or like you know what I mean like downplaying oh, it like no. and then it was like she was like this is a really but are you running gift. away to avoid the praise back or yes. are you is it to give them the space to not have to awkwardly it's, feel it's like it's to get the praise back because sometimes like because I paint back. like painting someone a painting it's like I always know that's like a pretty yeah. epic gift and, and that, that is like a little bit reflects on, on you, you and your ability more but it, it's actually more like in that setting it was like everyone's giving gifts and it's like they're opening these like fisher price things and then there's this like very <laughs> sentimental painting right it kind of like there's also this part of me that's like i don't want to like be like the upstage. annoying one who like trump like i don't right. think of things like that but i think other people do yeah. some i just it i don't know this is just the things you. that flood my brain and then i run <laughs> away and i give like i love giving meaningful gifts and like but but I but I run away. 
No, I, I definitely agree. Like, I wouldn't like to be the person who I don't want my gift to be the best gift or like it would not, never yeah. I would never value judge gifts that way. But I would be nervous if I got yeah. someone a really good gift and yeah. it was like at Christmas where people were sharing gifts. Yeah, I would be like, I don't yeah. want people to think that. Yeah. I or it's just trying this, to get the yeah, best. Gift. The stakes are higher when you know yours is the best. <laughs> gift. But it's also it's, it's just like it's just like you run away. It's just like a flooding. And it's like I think some people are really good at being like, you know what? this is so beautiful here's the gift look in my eyes enjoy this thing i gave you and like Mm -hmm. they're really good at that and i want that but i don't have it naturally yeah it's like being able to pause and take it in on both sides yeah which sounds like a gay porn but um, uh but honestly like when you give a gift it is nice like you're doing something that is very nice and making somebody feel good probably. and you thought about it for so long so why not get the kick out of exactly. it and then when you receive a gift why not get the kick out of it and we just realized physiologically it increases interpersonal and teamwork parts of your brain due to oxygenated blood flow according to an nfmri yeah so like why not actually that kind of science stuff helps but me, i think honestly. it's a I'm bit like, socially it's like social behavior it's kind of like blushing like i bet your characteristic oh. of that is also kind of endearing it's it's actually signaling that you don't want to draw be like there are people on the extreme other end that are annoying who like want all the attention oh god want all the gifts who are yeah, like yeah. where calling the attention to like how good a gift is in front of everyone else so i think kind of where br- blushing is this like signal that you are humble or that you hate are that I blush but, but it thing, is like it's uh, it is a thing that people think probably is really endearing but as much as like even if people think that's endearing i'm like i'm talking about me i want to enjoy it more you know what i mean like i want it for right. me i want to be able to feel the joy of the gift that i gave but you can. I know, and I will, and I will work on it. Namaste. Um, all right, last little segment: gift versus experience. Okay. As in, as in, a physical present versus a gift that is. We're going to do this thing. I, Which do you prefer? Oh my God! Experience the boots house down. <laughs> experience, experience, experience for me. Would it be? easier or harder for you to engage with a gift given to you that was like say a card that was like i booked us so this. much easier why because i go oh my goodness oh i'm so excited i guess it, like it's so much easier for me to like perform. you can kind of project the energy elsewhere yeah the ceramic toad i have to in the moment be like look at the toad right you have to comment yeah. on like it's so interesting you can talk about your plans and oh my god yeah it makes it easier oh my god having you? to talk about out you? loud about a gift is actually painful yeah to oh be i like, love the, oh, the wood is so it's so real it looks like a real toad <laughs> and the ombre of it yeah <laughs> um I what think, about you? Yeah, I, I think almost always experiences are what I prefer, especially because I think gifts in general, we're at an age and we have a comfortable life enough that if I want yeah, something, what I you can want? get it. That's you know, so like there, there, of course, it's nice to receive a gift, but there's nothing that I'm like, I need this. And that if I really needed something, I think that kind of gift would be maybe more satisfying because I'd be like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to get yeah. this. And I just like, Either didn't couldn't find it, didn't have the money, or those kind of things. Yeah. So I feel lucky enough that I don't have to. I'm just kind of like if I really wanted something, I could probably just. And an experience it. is a gift that keeps on giving. It is. So I so I have a study about this because we're often told that experiences yeah, right. are a better way. Yeah. There's lots of studies in the past that yeah. have kind of said, you know, it is better to spend your own money on experiences yeah. over things. So okay. instead of spending $3,000 on a rug, spend it on a trip, right? So 
this study compared the level of happiness in children looking at how they felt when they received material goods compared to their happiness level from experiences. Okay, this is so key. Children, okay, yes. what ages are we talking? We're talking, I don't know, anything you consider a kid. They've okay. they've delineated something. I'll give you an age range in a second. But okay. it, it was just, I'm sure, I don't know how high it went, but ultimately they found that kids between the ages of 3 to 12 actually got more joy out of material things. Yeah. You know, it doesn't surprise um, me about those 3 old, to 12s. Older kids were appreciated experiences more. Because at that age of 12, you go, take me to a concert, dad. Mom, At the, once you hit the past 12, 12 you, mean? you know what I mean? 12 right. is when I totally am like laser quest is better than this <laughs> baseball glove. Maybe I guess well, there might've been like some cool toys still at 12. Like I probably still wanted like Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know what but I that mean? That is an experience to be fair. Yeah. Zelda's an experience. Zelda's an experience. Um, a quote that I just like grabbed That's from. That's interesting because it's so true. Like I think about kids and I'm like, they don't want an experience. Well, part of it is that they, <laughs> I, or at least the, um, the sort of theory from the lead author of this study was that kids don't remember as much. Yeah. So, so when you give them an experience, they, they have a good time, but they don't hold on to it the way that adults can relive yeah. an experience. And they don't have the foresight to be like, Oh yay, this happens in the future. They're like, no, gimme, gimme, gimme a man. Yeah. And then right they, now. they had said like, if you give them a Lego set, they get to enjoy it. And then when they see it again later, they get to enjoy it again. Lego is such a good gift. Guys it out is. there, I don't know if you've heard about this Lego, but I think kids would like it. <laughs> it's experience mixed with material in the moment. Gift. To be honest, to me, as I was reading this study, I was kind of like, I think all gifts for kids that age are experiences because everything is a new experience. As you're, If you're like four years old, a True. gift that's a physical thing is still an experience because you're like coming across something that you've probably never seen before. Yeah, and it's like true. the whole thing is a kind of experience. And then often it's like everything a game. is a good and new experience when you're a kid. I know, yeah. Really so is. it's like even that's so true. It is an experience. And then often it's like a game that you play with your family or yeah. like a toy that you play with other people. So. But I totally love it. It's like a spa day, 10 year old. They're yeah, just they're like, like, no, yeah. like that's so weird how spa days become this thing. Adults. Like it's such a, <laughs> like there's such a there's an age where like spa day becomes it's ideal. Like, I want to turn myself off where the kids are like, turn us on. What age is spa? Like what spa age do you go from? Is... I'd rather do something okay. more high energy. I know what age I think spa is for me. Okay, when? I think Spa for me is 27. Really? That late? Yeah, I, I really went bold, but I think it was 27. <laughs> I me. think I was ready for Spa. But like be 20, honest. 21. 21. Okay, interesting. So it's like after university when I'm can like, can drink I, in America. I'm, I'm burnt out, girl. <laughs> okay, 21. I can get behind 21. I actually think now that I said 27 out loud again, it feels wrong. <laughs> I think <laughs> definitely. Like, although you are a different person. There was me. just this time where the spas start. Maybe, yeah, the spas were happening around me from people at 21. But for me, it hit at 27. Okay. okay. And I am a bit of a kid energy where I like, I'm a doer. Yeah. You don't even I have, love I don't spas want that much spa. today. Like you like yeah. them, but I think, and I also, I don't Actually, love I don't spas. Like I just love like massages and like, yeah, now I'm like, I sometimes only... a spa, you're like, it's kind of gross, but it's <laughs> such a gift. It's such a quintessential gift. It is. It's because... like a spa day. Cause it's like, we know you work hard and, mm -hmm. and it is an experience that the spa day is an experience. It's a future experience. It's an easy gift to receive. You go, I'm so excited to get the facial in the future. Yeah, so that's true. Uh, one other thing I'll say about this is, um, 
this experience versus gift thing, it's like kind of a good reason not to bring your kids to Disney because like they aren't going to remember. Oh it. my God. <laughs> Disneyland is for adults. <laughs> Until they're older. It or Okay. Until it's for you're an age where you can cognitively remember. Cognitively developed people because it's like, <laughs> it is such a waste. When we went to Disney as adults, had a lot of fun, but I... All I took, the biggest takeaway, other than I wrote in my journal that Disney, what did I write, made me actually understand that life is worth living or something. <laughs> like, it really worked on me. We had a really good day. But but um, <laughs> it was that I would never bring my kid here. Right. Like, never. I've been like, I'm never going to allow my kid to understand that they could yeah. go to Disney. Not until they're, what age would you Okay, okay, spa versus Disneyland. Maybe the kid's never oh, going to oh, Disney, but. No, like, no, the kid's going to Disney at 13 to okay. 16. That's pretty old. Like, I have very yeah. distinct memories from the age of 10. It, oh, no, not 10. No. You think that's too young? Too young. I mean, this did say... Uh, yeah, what was it? The cutoff? 3, three to, 12. to 12. Yeah. <gasps> I'm using this study. They don't... They want material but things till 12. Say, we're going I, to Disneyland at 12. I have been to Disney before the age of 12, and I think I have quite fond memories of it, but maybe... But you know what I mean? Maybe I'm just, like, <laughs> hyper-intellectual. Yeah, that's true. When you got a really smart kid like a Mitch Moffat, you go, you know what? I can push that 12 up to 10. <laughs> but certainly not the ages I was seeing at Disney. I was like, you're wasting... Yeah, that kid's in this, a stroller. <laughs> that kid is in a stroller. That kid is screaming. That kid is hot. It's like when they're in a stroller, they also, like, can't go on the ride. And it really is designed to make your kids be go crazy and want everything in sight. And then all it is... <laughs> Is just like these parents putting them in this hell of having to regulate their kids' oh selves. God. You know what I mean? Like everything is making a noise and every every noise coming out of a parent was anger and frustration of being like, calm down. I'm like, well, of course I can't calm down. What a wild, wild thing, Disney. To be there and to see parents with oh, man, a four-year-old. I, and not that they, like lots of them are well-behaved. It's just I can't. I'm, like, I'm tired by noon. I'm like, aren't these kids tired? Yeah, we needed a nap. <laughs> yeah. We slept on the ground of some weird like movie theater <laughs> Mickey thing. Mickey Mouse theater thing. And we were on edibles. Uh, Disneyland's for I adults on edibles. Oh, you were? No, were you? Yeah. You were? Yeah. I was not. I would never. That would be my nightmare. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like, you weren't? I would never go to Disney not on an edible. Wow, because I'm connected with my inner child and don't need drugs to find it. Yeah, and I, on the other hand, never really <laughs> <laughs> loved that Disney thing and do need drugs to find it. Uh, okay, so last question of the day. What is my gift for my birthday? What I'll say <laughs> I'm joking. is it's an experience. Oh, okay, great. And I'll leave it at that. That's what I want. We're going to Disney. You We're going to Disney! Um, in 2025. Uh, is Disney open right now? I think it is. Hope That's God, not. That's scary. Okay, thank you for, listening. for listening. Hashtag side note podcast if you want to tell us about your favorite gifting experience. Also give us ideas. Someone did reach out recently and say you never followed through to do an episode on salads. Oh, we're going to do that. Yeah, so we probably say a lot of things in this podcast that we forget about. So like Rosie O'Donnell as an episode. But salads is going to happen because there's a yes. lot of science behind salads. And I have <laughs> very strong feelings about salads. He does. He's always <laughs> Every like, Every day we are. Greg, don't even show me a salad because I'm not <laughs> eating it. I'm like, just relax. It's just leaves. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace. See you guys later. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.